Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. By the way, the Thursday game this week, Raiders at Rams. You know what, the Raiders, I know, and the Rams stink right now. The Raiders are playing good football, though. Josh Jacobs is so fun to watch, but, man, I mean, the Rams, I wish we could just, like... They could just call it a season, right? Yep. I mean, we got John Wolford back there, you know, or Perkins. We'll see who gets the start this week. I'm who guessing cares? it's going to be Wolford. Who cares? Hey, they actually had a solid, and this shows, I think this says more about Seattle and how their defense is trending in the wrong, dire- wrong direction. The Rams actually had a run game yesterday. Cam Akers even mm-hmm. got in the end zone yesterday for the Rams, but I do not want to watch them in a primetime spot. No, no, not at all. Vegas, an early six-point favorite on the road. Yeah, we should be flexing Thursday night games. We should. Uh, Raiders are six-point favorites on the road at the Rams. That total sits at 44.5, so you're going to play or pass that game. Uh, I'm passing that one yeah. as of right now. You know, I did end up playing the Rams yesterday. It was a number play, and they did cover. I just thought seven and a half, eight points was too many against Seattle. Taysom Hill, who I just ripped, gets in the end zone. That's touchdown not the touchdown reception. we needed. I know, That's I not know, the touchdown we'll we needed. We'll take whatever we could get. I got a lot of money riding on the Saints. We'll take that. Andy Dalton throws a touchdown pass. Last time we saw that, he was at TCU. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he was with the Bengals, throwing it to A.J. Green. God, they, we'll love, take they love Taysom Hill there, Woo. don't they? Oh, but this is a pass. I did play the Rams yesterday. If this is 7-7.5 seven, seven man at home against the Raiders, then that's probably an auto play. But at 6, the number seems about right. And the Raiders are playing pretty good football. Hell, if the season began four weeks ago, the Raiders might be a playoff team. Right. Devontae's been lights out. Derek Carr's playing much better. But the story for them has been Josh Jacobs. All that said, I don't think I'd commit money to Josh Jacobs because we see this running backs on contract years. He's going to be another time year time older. Again. I don't know if I'm paying him, man, but somebody's going to overpay for him. And he deserves it. I mean, unless it's a short-term deal where it's like two years, which you know he's not going to want to sign. Right. That's maybe the commitment you make. And you think the Giants have the same issues. they got to figure out whether they're going to commit to Saquon Barkley or not. Yeah. So, and it's tough. It just doesn't work out very much or almost ever. I guess maybe Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry got a big deal for, you know, a running back, I guess. He's I like can't. a different man. Like, yeah, he yeah, is not <laughs> from this planet, this though. Derrick Henry... Although yesterday he was definitely from this planet when I bet a bunch of money on the Tennessee Titans plus four and a half against the Eagles. He was completely shut down. The Eagles run defense finally stepped up, of course, but every year I go into the season, I'm like, okay, Derrick Henry is going to break down, but he's just such a different back, man, because he's got like Eddie George. He's six foot four, put it that way, and he's 270 pounds. He's like a cyborg. 
He's not human. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it's Look, the game, obviously the Raiders are playing better, but like to see the Rams even out there on the field is just going to be – I'm going to pass on watching the game, I yeah. think, to be totally yeah, we should, honest We with should you. actually like fake sick now. Yeah, I think that's that's a good idea. So, yeah, Cam, we're going to have somebody else do the show on Thursday. Yeah, I am, Trista has got that one herself. Yeah, Trista uh, can go solo because I'm not yeah. live reacting to the Rams' yeah. awful – B team that they're throwing out there at this point. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm probably – I would pass on Make that Make Mraz host well. that one, <laughs> Yeah. I think we're all going to call in sick uh, on the same day. Sunday at uh, one, on the 1 o'clock games, the yeah. Jets go into Buffalo as nine-and-a-half-point dogs there. Would you play or pass on that? i got to be honest with you, man. I love that Jets defense, I, but Buffalo at home mm-hmm. with a little bit of rest, everybody talking about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Tua and Jalen Hurts. I think Josh Allen's going to play his best football game of the season against that really good defense. With Josh Allen, he still is. He's probably still. I, I think he's. I mean, he's still a top three quarterback in this league. His problem is he's got like a little Brett Favre in him. Yeah, he knows how to read yep. a defense, but he just he tries to do a little bit too much. Yes, he doesn't need to do that with this roster, though. I actually like this spot for the Bills. Mike White was a fun story two weeks ago. He was a fun story for a week last year. He's an improvement and upgrade over Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco, but I don't think he's the long term answer. I don't know if the Jets are going to be able to generate enough offense to keep it within this number against the Bills. I know nine and a half is a lot of points. It but is. I'd play Buffalo only. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo's been playing relatively well recently. Obviously, they've had some hiccups. Games have been closer. You know, with the Lions, they only beat them by three. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, that's just, that team's just so good on both sides of the ball. And, you're, again, you're going back to quarterback play there. And when it really comes down to it, it's what's the quarterback matchup going to look like. That dictates so much in the NFL. And the Bills clearly have an advantage. I don't care about the great story with the Jets and Mike White. Like, it just doesn't it, – Josh Allen. Yeah. Like it just, it, I'm much more comfortable taking the Bills minus 9.5 and, and laying the points there. Yeah, and like the Jets were in that game yesterday, but that was because Kirk Cousins was going against a really good defense. I just I, I like the Bills here, and I'm going to call it like a bounce-back spot because yeah. we were talking about this team, you know, weeks one through week seven, like they were the 1985 Bears. Now everybody's down on them. They're just a little bit beat up right now. They'll be just fine. I still think they win that division. I think they beat the Jets pretty handily. It's the NFL, actually. though, man. You know that week by week, right? Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Exactly. That's literally how it goes. Uh, the Browns head to Cincinnati, six-point dogs there. I would play that, and I would play Cincinnati minus six because they're playing so well, and I honestly might even take the under. The total's at 47, but I would just, looking at that Browns offense right now with Deshaun Watson having missed over a year and a half and how bad he looked week one, it's going to take him maybe the entire season to get right. I, I like the under in that game, and I like the I like the Bengals minus six. Yeah, so I actually grabbed the Bengals yesterday on the opener, and I took a minus five. And I'm thinking maybe if we get to like six and a half, seven, maybe there would be a buyback opportunity on the Browns to at least keep this game close. But Bengals trending in the right direction on both sides of the ball right now. Jamar Chase is going to be another week healthier. I know it doesn't really do a whole lot for the point spread, but getting Joe Mixon back in that backfield mm-hmm. is going to be big, especially now that they're using Pirine the right way. And with Cleveland, Deshaun Watson just didn't look very good. I know that was his first week back, but I think it's going to take him some time. And defensively, the Browns are a mess. They can't stop the run. With Joe Mixon coming back, I like this spot for Cincinnati. They're daring you to take Cleveland at that number, but I'll take the uh, Bengals and play the favorite. (laughs) Biggest spread we've seen all season here. Houston Texans at Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys... 17-point favorites in this game. Yeah, that's where I draw the line, Mick. I I would have to, like, this isn't college football. I would have to play the Texans. And especially if a a 17-and-a-half were to pop here and I'm getting four possessions, four scores, the Texans are bad right now, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are. They're throwing Allen out there behind center. Uh, Not that I was the biggest Davis Mills fan, but, I mean, what are we doing here? 
I, I would have to take the Texans, but not because they're a good football team or I'm very confident in this game. 17 points in an NFL game, though, that's where I draw the line. That's just way too much. Yeah. yeah, it's not college football. It just makes me way too nervous. I think Houston's got a chance to sneak in. Again, they can lose by 14. They can yeah. lose by two touchdowns, and they still cover. Yeah. So that's that's what we're looking at in that game right there. I would play uh, Houston as well there uh, because that number's probably going to go down. You're probably going to be looking at Texan plus 14, plus 13, because everybody's going to start just betting Houston nonstop with that spread. Oh, so, yeah. uh, all right, Vikings at the Lions. Minnesota, a one-point dog at Detroit. Big total in this one, too, 53-and-a-half. All right, so with the total, even though that's a big total, I'm not running out to play the under. I just think that the uh, Minnesota Vikings are big frauds, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I like their pass rush, but Zedaria Smith's been all dinged up. Don't love their secondary. And with Detroit, Here's one where I played it immediately. I went money line, minus 115 with the Lions. You have a Detroit Lions team that's a couple games below 500 going against a two-loss Vikings team, and their favor doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Offensively, man, we saw Swift finally had double-digit touches yesterday. He looked good. You pair him with Jamal Williams. St. Brown's probably the best wide receiver in the NFC North. Mm -hmm. And Goff coming off a 300-yard passing game. Defensively, they're playing a little bit better. I like this spot for Detroit. they got a lot to play for right now. They have a chance to sneak into the playoffs. I think this is a sleepy spot for Minnesota. Give me the Lions to pull off. I guess I was going to call it an upset. They're favored in the game. But, I mean, if you ask the, ca- if you ask the casual fan, I think you would consider this an upset, right? Detroit over Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised, though, that you give Amon Ross St. Brown that title when Christian Watson. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was your moment there. Second best behind Christian Watson. That's true. You missed, you missed your moment. That's true. That was your chance for the full that's Packers fandom. And by the way, no I don't one, want to jinx it. Yeah, that's true. It's I'm been just, going really well lately. Wooden table here. Just, yeah. Just they actually won a game yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, oh, oh. Take it to the house. All right, we'll start in plus territory. How about these Saints tonight? Starting to push the ball a little bit. Now maybe we can get the ball bit. to Chris Olave. By that the way, nice. uh, Chris Godwin, four receptions, so I need three more. I think him. you're you're in a good spot with him, Yeah. Uh, especially because there's still 450 to go in the second quarter, and the Saints are up 7-3 right now. I mean, it's like th- they're moving the ball upfield, but they're not scoring a lot. Yeah. So we have an opportunity for one of those tougher game scripts, which is kind of what you and I talked about at the beginning of the show, where you take the under, but you still could have some big plays from somebody like an Alvin Kamara, from a Chris Olave, an opportunity for them to still get in the end zone, and this game still hits the under. And that's kind of what it's looking like right now. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if this ends in a field goal, this yeah. whole drive for the Saints. Yeah. They're, they're big and you know that. I'll be happy even with the field goal. Yeah. Let's just not turn the ball over. That's what I'm asking Or Chris for. Olave getting in the end zone. We could take that, too. I would pray, yes. Yeah, I would we kill do that. that yeah. The Jags are at Tennessee. Titans are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Low total there, 41-and-a-half. Uh, you can also get the Jags on the money line at plus 150. You know, Play I, or pass? Man, I knew I was on the wrong side yesterday, but I played the Jags really small so against I. Detroit. I was mad at myself. I knew that was the wrong side uh, about four minutes into the game. Yep. Trevor yep. Lawrence looked like he avoids any like serious injury. I mean, his knee, that did not look good. But Det- I just do not have a good read on this Jags team right now. And I have to say the same thing about the Titans, man, where coming into the season I went under 10.5 wins. I thought there was going to be some regression. They trade away A.J. Brown. I thought, man, this is finally the year Derrick Henry broke breaks down. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, like, is that experiment almost over? Is it going to be Malik time come week eight, week Mm -hmm. nine? And Tannehill has some weeks where he looks really good. Hence, two weeks ago, Thursday Night Football against Green Bay when he carves him up for 330 passing yards. Then he has games like yesterday. Although, I mean, yesterday they just had a couple injuries early on. I still... I guess if I have to play this game, I would play Tennessee, but I'm passing on this right now, man. Yeah, I, there's, I, I would wait and see kind of where this goes throughout the week. I also just, 
both those teams, it's hard to get a gauge on at times, right? Like Tannehill yeah. started to play better, but then, like you said, there's still – it's just – I don't like either one of them. And I'm, I'm upset because I, I took the Jags over six and a half wins this year, and it's yeah. starting to look less and less likely. There was a point at the beginning of the year where I was like, okay, here we go. But they were the only team in the league through the first five weeks of the season that was top 10 in both DVOA offensively and defensively. Man, Trevor Lawrence looked like, he, like the game was slowing down. Yep. And he has some weeks where he looks really good. It's not all on him, though. I mean, they're a really young team that just has to figure out how to win games. They're kind of like Detroit. You know, yep. now Detroit's finally figuring out how to win these one-score games. Jacksonville just hasn't yet. Yeah, I put it this way I consider this Trevor Lawrence's rookie year yeah same here like that's so it, it still give them obviously a little bit of time to get through but like it's it's it, it's they still have a long way to go all right Eagles are seven point road favorites at the Giants player pass I would have to play the Giants I, I would so hope too. for a seven and a half but we're not going to get that I don't think because the sevens minus 115 I think this goes down to six and a half mm-hmm. six divisional rivalry I tend to take if I'm getting a home dog more than a touchdown I have to take that home dog and it's kind of tough to call right now because the Eagles' run defense looked damn good yesterday, and they have uh, and, and they're getting healthier. I mean, the yep. Sioux pickup was big, right? But um, still, I mean, that's the one area you could get the Eagles. You could run the football on them, and you could kind of dink and dunk your way down the field, and that's what Daniel Jones and the Giants' offense does. If Saquon could run for 80 to 95 yards in this game, I think the Giants could keep it close. I'd take the Giants plus seven. Yeah, it's exploiting that Philadelphia defensive line. That's yeah. what the Giants can do. They have the capabilities to do it. So Giants at plus seven is a good play there. Ravens are three-point dogs at Pittsburgh. Now, remember, Lamar Jackson's not going to be playing. He's going to be out for at least a few weeks Uh I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not touching that game. The total's sitting only at 37. Maybe take the under there, but I think right now I'm passing. Yeah, you know, I would be tempted to grab the Ravens plus three. I just feel like whenever Lamar's out or wherever we see Tyler Huntley in these games, like he always performs. They lose them. They end up losing these one-score games. You know, you go back to the game that Lamar missed against Green Bay last year. They end up going for two to try to go for the win rather than kick the extra point. Harbaugh is obviously a very aggressive coach. Steelers are playing good football right now. Getting Watt back was huge for the defensive side of the ball. They go from being 26 in the league and EPA all the way to being a top 10 defense with the best pass rusher in the league healthy. Pickett's been playing good football, but I kind of like Baltimore plus three. 